0: Hello,
1: welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast. This week we've got George Savile's doppelganger, Alex Moore. Hello. And we've got Andy Gillard Hello. as well. We need to think of some kind of pre-name name for yourself, Andy. Now, as right you know, okay. now you've now bedded in now to the podcast, and we now need a nickname. So send your thoughts in. Don't open it out <laughs> because that's just <laughs> open to abuse. Something, something needs to be done. So we can't just help, just Andy Gillard at the start. <laughs> Another thing. On the podcast this week we're going to talk about the game against Preston and we're going to preview the game at the weekend against Sheffield Wednesday Uh, but just before we start into Preston just to say thank you to everyone who voted for us at this year's football blogging awards which we went to at Old Trafford last week. Unfortunately we didn't win. Boo. Damn. Damn. It was rigged. It was rigged I say. I I think it was. I demand a recount. Uh, but let's say uh, thank you to the Gaffer Tapes and Anfield Rap, who won the respective awards in the best football podcast category. Well done to you guys! Uh, but just to say thank you for if you voted for us, uh, we do really appreciate it. It's the third time we've been nominated for this award, the third time we've entered for the awards as well, and been nominated. And if you've listened to the podcast, if you download, interact with us on social media, anything you do with Fancast, we'd like to say a big thank you. It was a good night, wasn't it, on Thursday? It was all right. But, yeah, free beer till you turned up. I know. Yeah, it's it like they saw me. It was like, all right, put the prices up, lads. Right, he's the light comer. Let's, <laughs> yeah. char- let's charge him now. I have to say the pie, the pie that was on offer was
2: exceptional. It was That was immaculate. That one. It was stuffed with meat. And was it pickled onions as well? I, th-
1: I think there was a little little, yeah. little, little, L- little silver
2: onion. skin. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Oh, <laughs> the highlight! <laughs> the highlight of the night. <laughs> I saw somebody leave their pie you know, and the waitresses came out back afterwards to take away these plates. It was like a whole pie just left. And was like,
1: How could they leave a pie? What, what a waste. Did you not go, are you having that
2: pie? Well, I was tempted, <laughs> but like, I didn't want to ruin our
1: reputation. Have you got a doggy bag?
2: I can put that. Well, we had a goodie bag. I was like, can I just put it in there? <laughs> back of Adam's card. Yeah. <laughs> just... Don't worry me, lads. I'm just going to eat this up. are you eating? Nothing, nothing. No, I put my own microwave.
1: <laughs> don't worry, I can warm me <laughs> up. Uh, but it was a great night and... Um, Yes, I thank you to everyone who voted for us. We'll, we'll go straight into Preston. Paul Lambert kicked off his tenure at Wools with a 0-0 draw against Preston North End. The biggest thing he made, a couple of changes, Jack Price came straight back into the team, as so did a bright Ennebaker, or Bucky O'Hare, as I like to call him. It was a born 0-0 draw. Preston nearly nicked it at the end with a, a, a typical Courtney Hall slip. I don't think actually it's a typical Courtney Hall slip. Was it an odd slip, Courtney Hall's slip? Sort of, yeah. I mean, There's, it was a...
2: Massive cock up. Let's <laughs> yeah. let's
1: call it a classic Gerard slip like yeah. Courtney Orson. Nearly gave Preston the win right at the end, which would have been quite typical of Wolves. But luckily, put it over the bar, and Wolves got a nil-nil draw, a clean sheet. The rot stopped, but I still believe, if my facts are right, it's still no win in eight, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah? Right. no win yeah. in eight for Wolves. Wolves are only two points off the relegation zone. It's, it's all fun. Um, Alex, you were the fancah advocate at the game. Let, yeah. actually before we get into the game let's talk about the starting line what do people think of Jack Price and Bright coming into the side because Paul and Lambert George get, and George Savile, and George Savile. but you know it was more about Jack Price coming yeah. back in but Jack Price got a very big write up from Paul Lambert afterwards I think he got him out of the match as well from the Wars perspective yeah. how do people feel about Jack Price and, and Bright I think you were sort of side? expecting
2: him to come back in I think I, I don't know if there was if he fell out with his anger or what not but yeah, he didn't seem his favourite sort of midfielder. And, well, certain player because he wasn't on the squad, but yeah, it was a shock. But I think that most people did expect it to be honest, and especially Jack Price. the three that came back into it with um, Savelin and Abuker, I think Price was the standing one. And yeah. I thought he played quite well as well throughout the game. But
3: he's the player we've been crying out for. Yeah. Really, he could at least gives the team a bit more of structure when he plays. He- you know, he's never going to lose his head and bomb forward and leave the back short, or vice versa. It's
1: like somebody sitting on Twitter um, after the game to us to see, it, oh, it's that annual time when managers realise that we need Jack Price in the side. it's roughly about this time, isn't it? <laughs>
2: yeah. It's roughly about this time of
1: season. Uh, uh, Paul Lambert after the game said about Jack Price that uh, Jack is a very clever footballer who recognises danger and I felt it was important to get plays. In who know the league, that was the quote I was looking for. Okay. We'll talk about that little end of what uh, Paul Lamp said in a bit as well. But Bright, I know there'd been murmurs of Bright starting yeah. this week. I was surprised; I didn't think he'd come in. But what did everyone
2: else think of the the, the return of Bucky O'Hare? I think it was a bad decision. I mean, I think I, I'm not going to knock him. I mean, he's quite young as well. So, but I just don't think he's championship quality at the moment. I mean, when he's played, he's not necessarily. He's, Impressed us in spells, but nothing consistent. And then to throw him straight in the deep end when he hasn't... I don't think he's made even a substitute appearance this season. Hmm. To throw him straight in the the deep end in your first game in charge is something massive. Hmm. But I think, thankfully, Preston weren't fantastic. So I think he sort of got away with it there. But like I say, he's still young. He's got heaps of potential. But I thought it was a massive risk to just throw him straight in there as well, yeah. And how did he get on in the game? I think, I I mean... he showed us what he can do, and he was—he was like he sort of looked like men against boys sort of thing as well in stages of the game. But he didn't have a bad game. Mm. I don't think anybody on either team really exceeded themselves and played well. Well, he played good and he played good, but so I think everybody got sort of like five, six out of ten ratings. But he wasn't fantastic. He never really showed us anything exciting. Mm. But he, he didn't have a bad game. Mm. So, but.
3: It was a tough game to throw him in on because Preston's home form has been quite good. and yeah, they yeah. a quite physical team and he's only a slight bit and he's still only 18. So it's a good experience for him because he obviously gets to play against those type of players. But yeah. it was a bit of a risk.
1: Well, Paul Lambert again, after bright after the game, said that he's a really big talent, even if he's only a baby in terms of his football, but he gets people off his seats, off, off their seats. Sorry. Did he get you off your seat, Alex? Not really. Though. Were you just standing anyway?
2: Yeah, Yeah. so, yeah. so <laughs> well, we worked a, worked a job. Well, I didn't really jump, but, yeah. No, Nobody really got you out of your seat, to yeah. be fair. I think the only, sh- I mean, we'll go on to it in a second, but the only chance we had was, like, the Dico over half chance, Glance glanced header at the end. But mm. That was the only time you went, ooh, but that's the game. <laughs> it was just a bit like, oh, yeah. There was no, we had, had no shots on target first half. So, I don't yeah. think we had a shot on target. I don't think we had a shot until Doherty's in the quite near to the second half when he I think he'd come over to George Savile and he had a cock up of it, trying to control it, passed it to um, Doherty and he just blazed it wide and I think that was about the 60th, 70th minute and I think we had a shot on target after the 80th minute so yeah, Yeah, it just proves what sort of game it was really
1: Was there anything different about Wolves? I know it's only the first game
2: We looked a bit more solid at the back but said again Preston weren't fantastic, they didn't really offer much anyway so maybe against Newcastle or say even Norwich for instance or maybe Derby when they were on a fire a few weeks ago if we'd have played somebody with that sort of firepower then it might have been a different story but I don't think Norwich, I'm sorry Preston really offered a threat at any point in the game so yeah, it's hard to judge on that
1: one to be fair Did anyone come out well? Not so well I know people talked about Let's talk about Saville, shall we, actually, firstly. you got to start on the left wing. That's bizarre. The classic war thing of playing yeah. midfielders on the wing.
2: Uh, to be fair, the, the chance I've just mentioned, he came come over and I said, because I took my girlfriend as well, which she now hates me for, <laughs> and then I, I said, as he came come over and he chested, I was like, oh, please don't score. And then everybody looked at me and I said, like, well, if he... And then somebody said, they said, if he scores, everybody thinks he's good at football and he's not, and he'll score too and everybody will think that. Team.
1: I love it if just watching you in the crowd just going, Please don't score, please. Someone <laughs> go, What? What's he on about? What's he on about? But Do people not go, hang on a second? How are you there like, in the, the stand at <laughs> the same there's, time? There's, like,
2: there's two of you? Like how is that happening? Well, I think if it was me I'd probably have scored. But Yeah. Yeah, well well just playing my own trumpet there, but he wasn't fantastic and again he's been played of position. So Andy, what do you think of George Savile? Bear in mind he's
1: right
3: in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. My problem with George Savile is he's neither one thing or the other. He's not right. a tough tackling midfielder or an attacking, th- a really an attacking threat. What are you trying to say? He, he sort of <laughs> falls in between the two for me. And he's just sort of wanting to do one thing or the other and he, he just doesn't. Mm. But then that said, he has popped up with one or two important goals in his time as well.
2: Unfortunately.
3: Yeah. I can see why fans don't like him because he's a bit lightweight and doesn't like yeah. to get stuck in which yeah. when your team's back, got you back against the walls you need that and we haven't really had, we haven't seen that of him
1: I know we've had this conversation on the podcast last season but would you say George Travel is like the Jeff Goldblum of Wolves he's always in and around <laughs> there, he always gets some starry moments but never enough to push him to the big he's time He's a supporting player at yeah, least. Yeah. yeah, absolutely People are going to be shouting at me now
2: George
1: is not Jeff Goldblum. Um, Who? Let's move away then from that. Anyone else who perhaps did well in a first game under Lambert? Um, Not
2: really. I think everybody (laughs) had a little bit of a shaky game. To be honest, I mean, nobody played. Nobody ever all played bad, but nobody played good enough to say, "Well, you deserve a first team start next game." But I think the only player who really got you off your seat when he came on was. um, even Cavalero yeah. when he came on he got like two or three chances two or three crosses into the box which we got our first shot and goal off and then he offered a little, something a bit more exciting which we've seen him do in his countless little cameos at the end of the games but he just thought well surely he's done more in the four or five minutes at the end but he, mm-hmm. when he came on that George Savile in the older game Jed Wallace I mean I don't know what he was doing when he came on but he done more he created more chances in two or three minutes towards the mm-hmm. end of the game than the rest of the team did in the whole ninety minutes, so to speak.
3: I thought it was quite telling that on the Twitter, the Wolves Twitter poll at the end of the game, who was the man of the match? Cavalero was second. Yeah. And to say like he had yeah. four or five minutes on the pitch, it's quite worrying. It's really. weird
1: though with Cavalero, isn't it? Because he has these very good cameos off the bench, yet when you start him. You don't do see, you just no. don't see it at all, and it's it's worrying that we've our record signing only makes an impact off the bench in the last few yeah. minutes, and also that that's what Zenger had been doing. Lambert's come in, and I know it's only one game, but he's almost instantly thought that as well, and it makes you what the future is like for Cavalero.
2: So say, he's had two weeks with him. You do sort of get a feel of some of certain players for two weeks. I know they sort of had like a break in between, and they go and have like a few days off and things. But he had. Pretty much a full week and a bit more yeah. to get a feel of who we want to start and what these players can do. And if he's still, I mean, and like you say, it's only the first game, but if maybe on Saturday and the week after, if he's still not pushing for a start, then it's like us say, was it 8 million or something, and he's still only making cameos at the end of the games, mm. which is very worrying. But I think in this day of football, I mean, even in the Championship, 8 million is not that much of money. I know it's our record signing, but. You've seen a lot of players in the championship now, especially going yeah. around for eight million, even more, and they're not your best players in your league. So, yeah. Mm. Uh,
1: Paul Lambert came with another interesting quote after the game. He said, it's full we... of them, isn't it? Yeah, he's got his little quotes. <laughs> um, we might not win every game, but if we can keep that performance level up, then we will certainly be in the games. <laughs> That's <laughs> an interesting way to put it, isn't yeah. it? In terms of
2: is that too honest? I'd... Sort of like Dean this isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. If we'd have had shots and goal, we'd have won the game. Oh, well, We might goal. not
1: win every game, but we'll get the moral victory. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's saying.
2: We'll win the battle, but not the war. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get relegated <laughs> at the end of the season. <laughs> You're there. laughing now, but we have the moral victory, gentlemen. When we're relegated. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: uh, I want to go back on that quote about Jack Price, uh, where he says at the end, I felt it was important to get players in... Who know the league? We've had murmurs from Lambert recently about the squad's too big and perhaps it needs to be trimmed down. January is probably the first obvious destination when people are going to go. At this moment in time now, who do you realistically see departing from the club in January? And it can be anyone. I think the whole it's been alluded to the players that are on loan that might be revised. Yeah. So let's say that any of these loan players we've got, anyone we brought in the
2: summer, can go. Who realistically I think he might be leaving the club in January? I think but well, it's strange, isn't it? Everybody would have said last week that George Savile would have gone. But now when he's starting the first game it's a bit like, well, maybe not. So you're not really sure, but I'd say the obvious ones like Gladden. I mean, I don't know what's happened. I mean in his first few games he was awful. So obviously
1: But he's he's only had two
2: appearances. I think he's had two first, or three, yeah. first yeah. half appearances. Yeah. But he wasn't fantastic, was no. he? But, and he wanted to sort of make some sort of impact and impress people, but he just didn't do either. Mm. He looked so out of his comfort zone. Um, maybe, like, say some of the lone players, I can't, Borthwick, Jackson, Johnson. Mm. Like, I know Man Utd again, a bit touchy over it, cause he hasn't been featuring as much. Maybe to Shearer, I mean, mm. he sort <laughs> of... And then maybe even Stearman, because... God knows yeah. what's happened to steer and he had that game again. I don't think he's featured since Barnes there, no, And then I know that's a bit of a catastrophic error but I was surprised he didn't start on Saturday. I was really I thought it was too. a game for him to start. But I think that's maybe what Lambert's coming from because he wants his players and he might see them as another alone and we've got on to the end of the season but at that point. They're not his players and he's got enough of his own players to worry about than somebody else's mm-hmm. sort of players. Mm-hmm. So and the only
3: lone player who really has made the impact is Costa. Yeah, you know, yeah, really. Oh, he'll be, and he'll be staying. Yeah, there's uh, only him and Bod Varson of the, the new signings, was it? Started. Owen Lonergan, but, yeah. Yeah. you know, he became injured. the uh,
1: John seems like an obvious candidate. to yeah, go. He's not He's not even there. Yeah, nowhere near the squad at all. Maybe, uh, if you look at Lone steam, <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if he returns, yeah. especially that Williamson might finally be fit mm-hmm. in January. No? <laughs> <laughs> Evan Sandell obviously is at Sheffield United doing well, well but there's there was, talks about them trying to get him. And but, I did not
2: realize they they're on the unbelievable winning streak. I think so, yeah. but they did block. Wolves did block him from playing in the FA Cup yeah. game, so that's sort of like. Ooh, stirs broom, broom. The pot. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, but Gladon, I think I can see Gladon uh, going. Teixeira would be 50-50 yeah. I try and keep him around. because We know what he can, can do. do. Um, and I think that's it. I think borthwick Jackson will probably just stay, stick around. We have got another left back, another no, proper left no. back, anyway. It so. depends who he who he brings in as well. I think it's like you were saying to Paul recording. We've got all these players, yet we're already talking about what well, we need to play in this area. Mm. That shouldn't be the case at all. Like straight away, I would say yeah. we need a striker. Yeah, we it's need ridiculous. another defender. Maybe.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'd even go to the. I mean, we've got tons of wingers, but I would say we do need another winger. I mean, when you look at the wingers we've got, they're not exactly setting the light, league alight. And mm. with this self called wealth and where the goal's where we want to be, can you really see James Henry setting the league alight? So,
1: well, I would have said if Zenga was still in charge, and let's say they suggested, "Oh yeah, we need to get rid of players," Jack Price. Yeah, he was nowhere near the team. I would try to go, and also someone who popped up on my Instagram this week, who again, I, another one of I, I forgot they were there, Prince. Oh, I he mean, hasn't been in the squad for. Has he been? I don't know if he's been injured. Though, well, or...
2: That was the. Route. I think Ola John is still apparently injured, but nobody knows what's wrong with him. And they're like, um...
1: they're just in the physio room looking at him, going, no, don't
2: know, no. <laughs> They've got like, with, like, ask Google. What, what do you think this is? What, Siri. <laughs> No, I have got no a Well, that new um, Amazon thing, have you seen that? Yeah. I've got one of those. Is it Alexa? Alexa, it? Yeah. Alexa, what's up with early John? <laughs> <laughs> he's burst into flames. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Some people could leave in January. That's yeah. the, uh, the key. We don't know. All in all, we pressed them then. It was a, a draw. <laughs> we didn't lose. Yeah. We could have lost right at the end. Yeah, was Actually, that, that, that chance at the end where
2: one-on-one, he chips it over Lonergan, but it goes over the bar. Your heart, your heart was like, you was oh my God, no. As soon as <laughs> he misplaced that back pass or slipped, whatever, I can't remember which, if he slipped or back pass, it was sort of both, I think. And then as soon as he played it to that player, he was just like, oh my God. But you, you everybody's like shaking their heads like, and that's even saw some people walking through the tunnel. And it was just, oh my God, this is typical Wolves. Yeah. But if, to be honest, if Preston would have won, I think they deserved to, to be yeah. honest. I mean, I wouldn't, I'd have been, I know that we'd have lost but I don't think we put a performance in to say we deserved we definitely did deserve to win but I think we were lucky with the points overall. So, what,
3: what about the penalty? I've seen it back and I'm I can't really tell what the actual reaction was of from, the crowd but from,
2: from where I was I think Wolves again were a bit like, Oh my god. Like it was sort of the Wigan thing when he was like this is mm. a stonewall penalty and everybody was a bit panicky and then when he was away it was sort of like we were a bit lucky here so yeah I think the point was it was a point gained more than if anything else.
1: Yeah, Paul Lambert's been in the role now for two weeks. He's been he's got his training methods on the pitch. Yeah. If you were to, I'm really trying to stretch out time here. Yeah. <laughs> if you were to compare his training methods to something in a film, what would you like it to be? I, I don't. Really, I haven't really looked at his training methods <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Think you'd do like a Rocky style montage
2: with the players. Get them chasing chickens. Yeah, why not? Trying to pick them up. What's the Rocky one where he's um, sort
3: of in the snow and he's outside? It's all of them, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Well, that's kind of the position we're in, isn't it? We're the underdogs at the moment, yeah. trying to fight our way towards the promised land, which ultimately will probably short, fall short of this year.
1: That's what I put on Twitter today. I hope his methods are very similar to Coach Blitzer from Cool Runnings, because <laughs> you know that the guy from yeah. Cool Runnings. They were all right. You know, the right they couldn't get on. The, you know, they were a poor bobster team. Look what they accomplished at the end. Through his coaching methods. Sitting in a bathtub and pretending to go around corners.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is the kind of coach I hope Paul Checking Lundry on is. his first day, he got everybody in and says, right, we're going to watch Corey. <laughs> yeah. Be inspired. Uh, yeah.
1: You don't kiss no lucky egg. Have, I, have, I have seen good. I have seen good. it. Good. I have seen it. I was, <laughs> I was really just nodding along. I was nodding along, but I have seen it. <laughs> Oh, don't kiss no lucky egg. What a great film!
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Right, let's talk about the game of the weekend. Uh, Wolves take on Sheffield Wednesday. This is a game that's been advertised as... Uh, is it half price Tickets for the game, so, yeah, yeah, or £15 yeah. and 3
2: quid for kids, and
1: college it college. is Twitter. But I saw a rumour on there that
3: it's going to be 25 k Yeah, I think they've only got tickets left in the Billy Wright, which mm. I think is the only stand not doing the half price.
1: Ah, okay, uh, so put Paul Lambert's home debut, which hopefully he'll get a good round of applause. But Sheffield Wednesday are the opponents. Sheffield Wednesday, ninth at the moment in the championship, they're only two points off the playoffs with 25 points. And results-wise, hasn't been so bad for them. they had kind of mixed results over the uh, October period. Uh, this month, their last game was a one-all a draw away to Fulham, who was doing quite well in the Championship season. Uh, and then before that, they lost at home to Ipswich Town 2-1. Sheffield Wednesday obviously in the playoffs last season. That is right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, good. i <laughs> got that wrong. Uh, but missed out at the Promised Land at the final against Hall City. Because I think we were all rooting for Sheffield Wednesday, weren't we, last season in that deep, final? I was, yeah, deep mm. down. We wanted that classic Premier League team back in the the league. No, just don't like Hall?
2: Is that why? Yeah, don't like. Hall. <laughs> well, I was a bit annoyed. I think it was the attendance. You know, there's like what forty thousand Wednesday fans and like yeah. eighteen thousand Hull fans. You think? Well, obviously they they deserve to go up. They deserve it on attendance yeah. alone. They're loyal. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, I don't know if he's playing, but we could see the return of Stephen Fletcher. Back at Molyneux, which would be his first appearance I at Molyneux. So, yeah. yeah, I think it would. Since, boat. <laughs> heads gone? How many heads gone? Chances that we might hear quite a lot, yeah.
2: If if Wolfson, remember,
1: yeah. Sheffield they they've got a quite a good team. Any names that spring to mind, gentlemen? Yeah, Sheffield Forestieri, Gary yeah. Hooper, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I didn't do my research. I'm just kind of hoping you know the answers to this. Yeah, <laughs> they've got a
2: few decent ones in midfield.
1: Brandon,
3: is it Brandon?
2: Barry
1: Bannon. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Villa
3: yeah. kid. Yeah. Is yeah, Chris Bot Williams still playing for oh, them? God knows. Is Chris Kirkland still playing for them? He used no. to oh, play for yeah. them.
1: No, I think he's, he's still gone. wearing his cap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think he's gone now, hasn't he? Don't know where
1: he is. He's gone. <laughs> um, Sheffield Wednesday games in the past. Gentlemen, surely the one that everyone remembers is that FA Cup fourth round penalty shootout. Alex, yes. do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, when he went to
2: it was like thirteen thirteen or yeah. something like that. Something what a night, what a night. I was I was still in the primary school at the time, so my dad was a bit annoyed. He was like, he's gotta be in, he should be in bed by now. <laughs> that's how old that's how old I am. Oh so team of the weekend then, gentlemen. We
1: do you think we might see another change around from Paul Lambert?
2: Um, hopefully Cavallero might start over George Savile but who knows, I don't think anybody mm. would have suggested a team that did start, so maybe it might be like Zenger and just change it all over, over again. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't yeah. think it'll
3: be wholesale changes, maybe yeah. one, possibly two. Yeah, I'd imagine, because you obviously set up that team to be quite defensive strong, mind. and yeah, defensively yeah, yeah. minded. At home, you know we're going to be expected to take the match to them, so I can't imagine it will go too defensive, but yeah. it's early doors, we don't even yeah. know what to expect from him.
1: So, obviously, Loddington goal will be the keeper and same back four I as Preston. Yeah, I'd guess it's same back four. Price, obviously, back in the side still. I'd like to see Silvio maybe get yeah. a chance. I think everybody Don't we go. all? I think everybody's going to dream about he is, <laughs> absolutely. Um, people talking about Sace,
2: back in the side.
1: I think you know he really mixed his opinions up. Would you have I, th- I think,
2: think he, was, he was unreal against Newcastle, that, and I think everybody agrees on that. He was an unbelievable performance, but I think he's just a little bit of a loose cannon, he's a bit, you don't really know what he's going to do, and I think that's why the players and maybe Paul Lambert do like Jack Price, because obviously everybody knows what his, what his strengths are and what he brings to the team and etc, etc and knows what he's going to do, I think sees Sace, C-Sace, he was a bit more unexpected so he might hoof mm. the ball, and he love to hoof the ball, so I mm. think yeah, maybe I wouldn't mind to see it, maybe mm. him and Price, and I think that would be a very controlled defensive midfield line. Yeah. But I think if we do, yeah. When,
3: when he was playing as the only defensive midfielder, I did worry a little bit. He because, did. like you say, he was a bit unpredictable. Whereas, if you were to put him with someone like Price or even Cody, you'd get mm. a bit more balance, and that probably would work.
1: Now, I'm presuming Dave Edwards will be back in contention after he was suspended for the game against Preston. Surely it's Dave. It's gotta be, hasn't it's it? gotta be it's Dave gotta be. back in the side. Hero. A three of what Dave, Cav somehow and Costa.
2: Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think yes. that's where Dave works best, and I think at start again under Zengui, he's sort of been playing a bit too far back, or maybe shifted out on the wing, and then like, especially on corners as well, he was not miles, miles he was right near running on the halfway line, and then I think when he started, he's got like three and three goal, three goals yeah. in three games or something. And he was playing in these. Favourite attacking role. So, I think you've got to play him, really. So.
1: And the realistic choice will be Edwards, Savile, Cody?
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> chills, are they? Chills, <laughs> chills. <laughs> uh, I th- maybe Edwards, Costa and Cavalero. Yeah. yeah. I'd maybe go with Dick up front as well. You know if Savile will start. I'd probably yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Will.
1: And up front, the natural choice is Bodvarson, but again... Nothing. He's really dried up goals wise. Yeah. Dicko, I think you've still
2: got to give him time yeah. to find something. I think performance wise, under Bad Varson as well. I think, I mean, he got his first, he got a couple of goals in the first few games, but he hasn't he hasn't scored since Blues. Right? No, he, I,
3: he
2: hasn't even created anything. I mean, he's not created anything. I can't remember last time he had a decent shot on target. Or, I mean, the first few games he was unbelievable Like we said, he was a bit of a cult hero. But since then, he's not really offered anything. You think he's his performances have dried up and I think we did overplay him a little bit at the start of the season, then he got his injury, but he's, he still looks quite and fit, and and to be honest, he's still getting lumps kicked out of him as well, mm. which doesn't help. I mean, especially on Saturday as well, he was getting everything kicked out of him. So. But
1: I think that's what we've talked about in terms of, I think people have figured
2: Figuring out how, how to yeah. play, or how to mark him, or we'll take him out of the game at yeah. least. I mean, I don't think he was ever going to be a 15, 20 goal seasons striker, but I always thought he was... Sort of like a Kevin Doyle hold up man, that mm-hmm. sort of player that you needed, but
3: a good foil for yeah. a striker. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe if we were playing four four two with a sort of Ebang Banks striker, then he would sort of fit there, but yeah, I'd go for Dico maybe just to freshen things up, give him mm-hmm. give Bob Varson a little bit of a rest as well, so not Glad on. Who what knows? Who, who knows? Who knows? You can have a
1: career the night four. Fire <laughs> him up. <laughs> a singer. Yeah. A bottle singer. A bottle singer. Oh. What's your career choice, Alex? I like how you thought the curry as if...
2: Curry?
1: curry? What is curry? The shop. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I'm a bit boring. Uh, tiga masala? Yeah. Classic. Yeah, why not? Classic tiga masala. Yeah, a bit boring like <laughs> I'm not a big fan of rice, I know, chips or a naan bread.
1: Okay, no, I accept that. That's yeah. acceptable. What what naan bread? What type of naan? Plain?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me
1: a choice oh. here.
2: I don't know, maybe a garlic one. Garlic? A cheesy one. Cheesy oh, So a
1: cheese one or a garlic one? Or a cheesy garlic one? Cheesy garlic one. Yeah. I don't think that exists. <laughs> well, you, we'll, make in, all, we'll, we'll make it up. It exists now. Wolf's Food would have heard of it, won't they? I'm sure they will. What's happened to Wolf's Food? I just Luke
3: Thompson. He's, I got, know, he's got a bit bored, hasn't he? He's just not doing that.
1: <laughs> Andrew, colour of choice.
3: I quite like a chicken siletti, I think it's pronounced. What is a chicken siletti? I've no idea. They do it at Saffron Pinks in Sedgley. <laughs> well worth checking out. Little plug for it's, your saffron. Oh no, I know. I expect to get a discount in future. <laughs> it's quite a spicy one, but it's lovely. Really nice. Yeah. And it's got to be keema naan. and naan. An. Need, need a bit of meat. Yeah. with the nan. Rice. Yeah. Um. Mushroom pilau. Yeah. I'll take that. Mm. I'll
1: I'll accept your choice. Yeah. I have like to mix it up back. a bit though. Yeah. yeah. Which one's
2: better though? Well, I myself, his, his is very spicy. I personally
1: time. would go for a chicken madras, which is a spicy one, mm. okay. a nice pilay rice, yeah. and a cheese naan. Oh, I
2: lovely.
1: once ordered not garlic
2: cheese
1: one. No, I'm <laughs> not no. garlic. I once ordered a cheese naan from a uh, an Indian establishment in Wolverhampton, yeah, which would not be named, um, and it was just basically dairyly melted dairyly slices <laughs> inside the cheese <laughs> That's naan. Horrific. It was a taste experience I'll tell you that <laughs> so see if you can find that you've got to one. tell me where it is afterwards yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah off air <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's do predictions then for the game on Saturday three kick off gentlemen which is nice, nice once. Once, isn't it? because we're back on the telly of the week after well, on a Thursday I can't wait I can't wait <laughs> the first December kick off Christmas for a Thursday night game where we'll lose to Ian Holloway's QPR yeah. that'll make you even more happy won't it Alex the journey back even more delightful yeah yeah why not uh, so as of Tuesday night when we're recording this podcast, still some time to go, what is your gut telling you right now for Wolves versus Shuffle Wednesday, Andrew?
3: I I feel quite confident for yeah. a change, I think three. Either three one or three nil. Three.
1: Oh a route.
3: Yeah, um, I don't know why. I expect maybe a couple from Deco. Yeah. And as much as I've slated him already. I reckon Savre will probably pop up with one just to uh, <laughs> no. Just to <of>. Um, Screw you Alex God,
1: <laughs> I'm sticking in the team <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to score yeah. <laughs> This on the top Which yeah. says Screw you Alex Moore I uh, Alex Standing <laughs> <laughs> in front of the North Bank yes. <laughs> Right Alex predictions I, I'm going to
2: say 4-2 Chef the Wednesday
0: Ooh. And, uh,
2: Stephen Fletcher trick And Gary O'Prall Knock one in as well When he comes yeah. on Yeah Maybe who for Wolves then? I'm going to say Costa and maybe Edwards.
1: Yeah, classic. Yeah. Classic choices. The obvious. I feel confident as well, but I'm going to go for a 2-1 Wolves win. A late Wolves going A pop-up with a late winner. And everyone's going to be like, yes, we're
2: back again. Lambert's going to take us to the Premier League. And I'm going to go for Dicko for that late goal. Do you remember the, uh, when we played Reading for the second game of the season? And, we won, and like the feel-good factor was there. Mm. I was like, oh my God, we're, we're going to win the league. Oh, we were amazing that day. Mm. It was unreal. And Reading were terrible. And
1: Reading are third now. We, understand
2: uh, where where are we
1: like we're like 18th, 18th, 19th. 19th. Yeah, I mean Reading lost to us that day. Blumenet well, lads, we can't let that happen again. Reading oh, were awful, weren't yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely look awful. How, look how they've changed since that defeat. And they
2: sort of yep, yep, in charge.
1: Yeah. Which he, is a foreign manager, but he's someone who knows and English football. Sort of English football yeah. So it's it's worked. It's quite scary as well, isn't it? <laughs> no, you, yeah, <laughs> would not want to. Uh, yeah, I
2: won't, no. I won't mess with him. No. no.
1: Uh, let's do Twitter corner. We've just got a couple uh, this week. This is where you send us your questions, anything Wolves or non Wolves related, and we will answer them at WWFC Fancast. If you're not on Twitter, email us podcast at WolvesFancast.com. Uh, post on our Facebook page. Just search for Wolves Fancast or Wolves Football Fancast Show. It's one of the two. Um, firstly, we'll start with Ryan Lester, who says um, If Wolves could either be in the FA Cup final or the Championship playoff final this season, which one would you take? FA Cup Final FA Cup Final yeah. you want to see Wolves in their suits their white suits yeah why well not like Steve Ritchie yeah and his tracksuit bottoms yeah. his white, white suit jacket you want to see Wolves release an FA Cup Final single yeah
2: why not yeah yeah uh, like World in Motion 1999 1990 <laughs> um, who, who did the rap the John's Barn rap uh, I think it would be someone you wouldn't expect.
1: So I'm I mean, Jordan getting... Graves seems quite musical, doesn't he? Yes, but he did like the, the slow version of the song, yeah. the, the melodic version. Or the piano. Yeah, that's what I meant by melodic oh. on the piano, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <God. laughs> he did do, do, like the B side. Would really? he? Yeah. Who would do the rap though? Uh, f- I'm going to go
2: for. So a really broad black country accent. Like so Danny, Danny Bar- Bart then? Yeah, Danny mm. Bart. Yeah. Why not?
1: Can you imagine any ball wrapping? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Andy, FA Cup final play playoffs. Follow. Just yeah. Because I think
3: if we were to reach the players from the starting position right now, that would be a pretty incredible season. Even if we weren't to go up, it would still be quite amazing to get there. But if, if we lost the FA Cup final, we could still end up in Europe.
2: We could. Mm. We could.
1: We could. And then get knocked out by some random back backing team. Yeah, in the court, That'll yeah. be an away day for you. Amazing.
2: <laughs> Ruben Crans, Crans the door in Russia. Yeah.
1: I'd go for FA Cup final just because I've given up any hope of us reaching the playoffs this season, and I'd like us to have a classic cup run, cup run again. Yeah. yeah. Just get to Wembley. See us at Wembley again. That'd be great. Again, we haven't been there yet. The new one, anyway. The new one. Okay, we haven't been to a final <laughs> for <laughs> well, we a could, while. We
2: could get to the Checker Trade one.
1: We could. I just played the full full first Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I think we could get away with it. Um, Another question from uh, Simon Tickets, which we've kind of already answered, which is why do all managers seem to play Savile on the wing? Alex, you know him quite well.
2: Well, I am in mind, Yeah, To be fair, when I used to play Sunday League, I used to get played on the left wing. So maybe it's. So maybe they just knew. Yeah, and apparently, I like Jamie Vardy as well, and he's always getting played on the left wing as well, so maybe it's the face.
1: Uh, Angus Gill finishes off with, um, are the new players still living in the Mount Hotel? I've heard a rumour that Cavallero brings his own plate. Hashtag
3: Partridge. Is it a 12-inch plate? Yeah. <laughs> God knows. Oh, come on. Oh, I've only
2: watched one episode. Oh, so
3: you've not watched any more no,
2: since then? No, that was my homework.
1: And you have failed <laughs> your no, homework. Very much. Yeah,
2: much. Oh,
1: I, I do like that image of Cavalero just popping down to... Uh, to the, the the evening buffet? Would it be an evening buffet? I've no so idea at the market. i It's just all of a sudden, like, Anchorman just brings a plate out. So, what are we having? <laughs> what you look for? Do you look for <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for reaction. Reaction. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, that, that, there's the answer to the question. We don't know, and we'd like it if Cavalera brought his own plate. That's the reaction to that question. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And that's where we're gonna leave it this week, that short short podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website a web solution, check them out, OperaCreative.com. And if you can follow us all week on social media and read our ramblings, just find us, search us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and you will find us there. If you want to drop us an email about any wolves funny story, anecdote you've got, drop it at podcast at wolvesfancast.com. And we'll be back next week to review Paul Lambert's home debut. Against Sheffield Wednesday and preview that Thursday night game against QPR. I think it to be really weird just getting you from work on a Thursday and be like, right, let's watch
2: the let's Wolves watch game. For some reason, Thursday's always like Emmerdale night for my family. So you're gonna be watching, missing your beloved Emmerdale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Annoyed.
3: <laughs> Wasn't it a Thursday last
2: year when we had? Was it Leeds? I think so.
1: Yeah. A Thursday yes. night Because well. we have. For- Did we have Forest of previous Friday on the telly? Oh yeah, it that really was weird. Yeah, it was like that like ten that.
3: in ten nonsense. Is that what this is again? Yeah, it is. I wouldn't be surprised. Right.
2: Yeah, I think we started ten in right. ten. That was the moment Ian Holloway was on the coach, wasn't it? And he travelled round every game on the coach. I know he's going to be there at the first game. <laughs> Do you reckon he'll, st- he'll get on the coach and then carry around for the next ten days? He'll he'll yeah. he'll
1: come on to the pitch in the coach. Yeah, why not? On the same circle. <laughs> yeah. <Hello. laughs> Uh, thank you very much for listening for this week. It's bye from Andy. Good night. Bye from Alex. Bye. And it's bye from me. See you next week.